0: water, earth, fire, air. Welcome to Bending the Elements, a production by the Novice Podcast, with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. podcast about all things Avatar.
1: Welcome back to the Novice Leadist Bending the Elements podcast uh, with the waterbending scroll, everybody, ladies, gentlemen, and those in between. And for the first time on this program ever, other than, you know, myself and Caleb, we have our first guest host, who is Michaela. How do you do tonight, Michaela?
2: I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be on.
1: Yes, back to more Avatar.
0: And like you said, today we're covering book one. Is it chapter nine, this one?
1: Uh, nine, yes.
0: Yes, the waterbending scroll. Yes, yeah, so Michaela, I figured since this is your first time on, do you want to give like a little bit of a brief summary of your history with the show?
2: Oh, I consumed it so fast. I watched it week to week on Nickelodeon. And then once it came out on Netflix, it's like my comfort show as I assume it's the same case for a lot of people. Um, watched Korra, like voraciously finished that. I wasn't even mad at like the, uh, the show production of Korra. Followed the comics quite a bit. I have a lot of friends who make a lot of fan art of Avatar. And it's kind of weird how Avatar The Last Airbender has created its own weird niche market for like apparel for kids or people our age. So, hmm. like the like, Apple bucket hats, and like, um, did you guys see that windsurfer in the Olympics, and I'm dating this awfully, um, but the windsurfer with the blue arrow on his head that won gold?
0: Oh no, I didn't see that that's really cool, um,
2: yeah, but uh, in short, I really like avatar, I really and I really like talking about it. I've just never talked about it in length, I suppose
1: on a podcast, yeah, um, we're kind of like knuckleheads, we. <laughs> Like, up front, in like, episode zero said, like, we, we're not going into this, um knowing much of the fandom. Uh, yes. While I knew of this show since 05, um, I didn't, like, interact with any fans. I didn't even know there was, like... I, I know there's a lot of merch, but I didn't know there was, like, that much merch. I guess I just didn't go into it. I only just assumed, oh, yeah, t-shirts exist, and that's all.
2: Oh, no, there's like there's, like... Fanfic upon fanfic upon fan art upon fan well, art. Well,
1: I know about that. I just I'm talking about merchandise.
2: Oh yeah, and that's made its own merchandise. Like I think uh, Katara necklaces have been made. The little hair beads that Katara wears, uh, <laughs> like uh, the little wind bending or air bending like staffs, that has been replicated for sure. The wearing have been definitely replicated. Like there's a lot.
1: Except for the bending. That's the uh, only thing that hasn't been replicated. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we'll get there one day. <laughs> I wish. Oh, yeah. Um. First question, though, I have to ask you, Michaela. What would be, if you were in the Avatar world, what would your uh, bending element be?
2: Okay, you see, I think the logical answer would be earthbending. Because if we were in battle, like, let's say if, if there was a tactical kind of combat element to this, I think that would be the most useful thing because like we're there's so much ground there's just literally all ground right like i think even even in the sea you could i'm I'm sure you can summon some ground
1: your point yes (laughs)
2: yes (laughs) um but honestly i really do like the um the whole firebender thing the whole kind of like uh intense uh style of it i really do like the animation for it as well
1: cool Very nice. Uh, I think for both me and Caleb, even though he's, you know, the man that loves the water, he and I both agreed we would be airbenders. Yeah. Just because of the, like, amount of freedom that we'd have. And also, to your point, there's air everywhere. There's probably as much air as there is earth. Yeah. So, like, even in the ocean, if we could somehow, you know, um, not dilute, not what's the word, but uh, get oxygen from the water um which that'd be something as well hey eh? that'd be that'd be some broken bending right there but anyway well then
2: i think you're going into like alchemy where it's like how do we get oxygen from water <laughs> that's 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 a moot point i think
1: yeah i'm all i'm going into full metal alchemist and we're not going that just yet so well to uh again i don't know if caleb mentioned this to you but this is a very more loose based show so you don't have to worry about like we we will I will most likely pause. We're gonna pause, so you don't have to worry about keeping your timestamp uh, or keeping the flow. It's totally fine. But we will go from start to finish. Scaleb, uh, do you have a uh, thing for us today? We begin with Team Avatar
0: still on their journey to the Northern Water Tribe, but with the events of the previous episode still fresh, Katara pushes Aang to refocus on his goal of mastering the four elements. She grounds the group at a pool in the base of a waterfall and gets to work on teaching Aang the basic skills that she's learned so far in waterbending. Aang very quickly grasps the techniques, something which frustrates Katara, as she struggled teaching herself the moves that Aang masters in no time. Over on the B-plot side of the episode, Prince Zuko has a mutiny on his hands. Iroh has lost the vital Lotus tile for his Paisho game, and takes their ship on a detour to a local port call in search of a replacement. Team A also visits this port, as they're in need of some new supplies, and while they're there, Katara finds a rare waterbending scroll among some pirate traders. The scroll's cost is beyond their meager means, so Katara takes it upon herself to use a five-finger discount, and the three make off with the scroll after a brief confrontation with the pirates, when her theft is discovered. Unfortunately, Zuko and Iro step into the same pirate shop shortly afterwards and hear tell of the Avatar's presence in the village. Katara's insecurities continue as the two study the scroll, and Aang quickly excels while she falls behind yet again and after a burst of frustration, she takes it upon herself to practice the scroll on her own, sneaking away from the others after they'd gone to sleep. Zuko discovers her, and uses her betrothed necklace to try and bargain for Aang's location. Katara refuses, but they're captured all the same. Sokka manages to cause some confusion in the uneasy alliance of Zuko and the pirates, as he tells the pirates that Aang is the Avatar, and reminds them that he's worth much more than any old scroll. A fight breaks out, and Team Avatar use it as a chance for escape. Aang and Katara band together and use their waterbending to push the pirate's vessel out to the water, and defend it when the men try to take it back. Eventually they escape with the waterbending scroll and they
1: head off to meet their next adventure. So, if the audience and ourselves have uh, their legally or you know, other means of purchases, or not purchases, but other means of viewing this. Yes, I ran copies yeah unscrupulous <laughs> view viewpoints and if you just said what well, I think you just said that's for the other channel, not here <laughs> um, I wonder what that would be they'll understand one day exactly nobody knows what this is um, get it to timestamp zero everybody please press play right now, yeah, it's very loosely now we have to do our
0: usual wait as we watch the intro here oh,
1: okay, you know what do you what do you think of this intro, Michaelo? Oh
0: there you go that's perfect.
2: Oh about the like water earth fire thing yep. Oh, no, I, it's iconic. I love it. It kind of sets up everything. It has like its own tempo. As soon as I see this, I know exactly what show and what world we're in. Like, I think it expl- It does a lot of the heavy lifting that like I think the first episode really couldn't do. And it's why uh, the movie Avatar The Last Airbender failed because it didn't have this intro. I think it should have had this intro and I think it would have made it an iota better. But it didn't because it's that bad.
0: Whistler son, didn't it kind of do the intro? Except it there did. was like there was no narration or
1: something.
2: Exactly, exactly. But I'm just like it's. But that's the whole thing. That's the iconic bit about it. The kind of Katara's voice behind it.
1: Well, she had her voice in the movie. We we're not talking about that. We're not. That's that's for some other time. <laughs> yeah, we'll save it for another day. <laughs>
2: okay, all right. Um, yeah. uh, but I do really like this intro. This intro is very good.
1: All right. Well, he's pa- pa- pacing back and forth. He's he's not in a good mood. He's uh, he's having a he's having a moment. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll just say, I I think this starts
0: with some beautiful animation with Appa flying and kind of soaring between those, like, mountainous areas. Oh, yeah. That's some really pretty stuff.
1: The uh, Dragon Ball hilltops, or whatever you want to call it, columns.
0: <laughs> Again, they just keep making me think of King Kong 1976. That movie's just, like, <laughs> stuck in my brain lately.
1: I Fair <laughs> enough. I haven't seen that in, like since, like, 2013,
0: so... Yeah, Scream Factory recently released a Blu-ray, so I I watched it quite recently, but...
1: But yeah. So what's going on here with our with our buds? How do we start well, this? Well, okay. What do you what do you think from the last episode of? Especially if you if anybody listened to that recently, you know, there's so much like there's so much stuff going on. Like like all this like weight and information just came upon him. Do you do you feel like this is uh, he's reacting appropriately?
0: Well, he's reacting like Aang. Aang just can't take things serious. I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism. Or it's just his childlike nature, but...
2: I mean, it's not childlike. He's a kid. He's 12. Yeah, he's 12
0: years old. (laughs) Yeah, childlike because he's a child, but (laughs) I guess childish nature. Yeah, for 112 years old. (laughs) Well, (laughs) but it's nice to have Katara there as a little bit of a a grounding force, even though she's not much older, but definitely more mature.
1: Well, yeah, in in a different sense. Oh, their wide-eyed innocence and... Faces, I love that. If everybody goes to like one forty six, that was it's a very nice shot of those two and belly flop by the Apa.
0: Very nice. <laughs> I'm never on pace with you in these in these things, but
1: well, of course not. I'm just
2: we were, a- we were on, and and no, you're not on the same pace. <laughs> I'm at the pie Show thing.
1: Jeez, like I said, we we're able to, we're, we're 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 able to pause this and and talk about you know yeah, scene always- to scene almost.
2: Oh, sorry. Was I supposed to? No,
1: absolutely oh. not. It's it's yeah, Whatever, you. whatever
0: your pace is, we'll we'll probably just bounce around. But Isaac, any thoughts on that that first scene there with uh, focused on Katara and, and Aang?
1: Uh, I like that it, it brings out her like you know motherly side. It it, it brings out that she wants to you know help uh, calm Aang down. Um, I mean, like again, you're you're twelve years old and you're all of a sudden told you have to save the world. I don't Mm -hmm. think like there's fantasy versus reality, like the fantasy person in you or the fantasy part of you obviously lays, Oh, I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to save the day. The reality comes in. It's like, what? Even though you have all this power and all this potential, it's like, how do I do that? And I don't have the me. I not. So he has the means, but it's just like, where do I start first? It's like, well, continue um, your journey. Do you think it was appropriate? I guess the writers had to realize this. They, were, they already were going to go to the North Pole. And all of a sudden, this new information of like, well, you now have to master everything. Could you imagine if they hadn't told us that uh, last episode? And they didn't tell us until like maybe the last episode of the season.
0: Yeah, I guess it would have been an interesting cliffhanger, but I, I think it's good to set it up quite quickly. I agree with that too. Set up the stakes and give a little bit of a kind of timetable for him to learn all those four elements.
1: Yeah, and I wonder what the first season or the first book, excuse me, would look like uh, had that not occurred. um, Would be differently, but you can only imagine, I guess. (laughs) And of course, you know, as soon as Apu goes in the water, Aang's the first to just lose his shirt and trunks and just like, yo, there you go, just trying to go in the water and Tara reels him in because, oh, okay, fair enough. I'm very impressed that uh, Sokka, or Aang convinced Sokka to, you know, do this, or to, to clean up his toes. <laughs> yeah, you you
0: were paused for a long time, dude. <laughs>
1: well, I was on a rant for not. Oh, really <laughs> well, that's fair. Must have rolled like some good stuff. Meanwhile, on the other ship, or on Zuko's yes. ship, the B plot. I, I love I love Zuko coming in. Like, what is the meaning of this mutiny? He
2: yeah.
1: just got such a
0: funny way to talk.
2: The outfit is fire. The outfit is fire. I'm just gonna say that right now. The outfit is fire.
1: <laughs> that was terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh what?
2: I think I think Kale's too drunk to kind of realize the plan I mean. uh, We'll we'll we'll
1: let it we'll let it oh. sink in.
0: I actually missed I actually missed what you said because there was that big uh like ding sound. That's true.
2: The outfit is fire, I said, but it's not that funny anymore
0: now that I have it. Oh okay. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Absolute disgrace. Oh, but I like I like this scene here with uh with Iroh. He's always so kind of relaxed and doesn't really get the uh, kind of seriousness of Zuko's convictions to get the Avatar. We we leave Zuko and Iroh. They decide to go out and, like I said in the the intro, they're going to do a little visit to a port of call. They have to, you know, go to, go to the
1: merchants and
0: and whatnot. Yeah, and we cut back to Team Avatar, and yeah, Katara's doing a little bit of instructing to Aang, and she's getting a little bit uh, a little bit offput by Aang's very quick ability to couch on to what she's trying to teach him <sighs>
1: <sighs> oh golly more faces I just I love Aang he's amazing um, but uh, if everybody goes to uh, 342 yeah no that's, uh, that's a really innocent look of, of Aang and I can't tell whether he's in awe of or she, he's being taught or if you know he has uh, he's given the looks to his teacher that's that I, I, I wonder there well ang always enjoys having an audience
0: for his uh spectacularism
1: see i don't think he's like trying to one-up her obviously that's it's naivety there. no no he he's not thinking about that
0: element but he does love
1: to be impressive i don't well okay yeah there's there's a bit of flair um to as as, as katara says uh there's a bit of flair to this but of course
0: let's not forget uh, the warriors of kiyoshi he has a little fan oh. group. He loved that. He he loves being. Uh, yes, yes. The <laughs> man attention. Certainly, yeah.
1: <laughs> Certainly, the opposite of me. I'll say that.
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, Katara's getting a little bit frustrated and starts kind of, kind of uh, like trying to minimize him a little bit. But then Ang kind of screws up with the whole waterfall or big uh, wave thing and washes away their supplies. Oof! I'm just out of curiosity, to you, Isaac. Maybe you know. Was this episode also done by DR
1: Movie? Oh, uh, I do know. Uh, do you, well, I want to hear your pitch. Let's let's hear what you have to say.
0: Well, I just I feel like they lean more into like the kind of over the top cartoonish element, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to facial expressions or eyes. And so well, there was some of that in this episode. And I just I was just kind of curious.
1: Um, for for reference, Michaela, uh, there's multiple studios. Animated this show it wasn't just one like it was with um, horror, except for you know, first part of season well, two or book two. Yeah, <laughs> um, but there is one particular animation studio that Caleb just absolutely adores
2: mm-hmm. uh, uh, because <laughs>
1: it makes the characters look so weird to him, and he's like, "Oh, this is so abstract. I love it." Uh, and so he's always like asking me if um, DR movie this one. Well, is- I
0: don't know if I'd say I love it. <laughs> no, you absolutely love
1: it. Like it, it's just, it's 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 perfect. Like you know. Mm. Top ten animation studios ever. Better than Ghibli. Like, like they, they, they totally wash. Just yes, to make that pun, wash away Ghibli um, in everything. Absolutely. Well, you're leaving me. You're leaving
0: me in some some suspense here. I mean, is this is this DR movie or is this uh, who who is this here? This
1: this and the next episode because I've only seen those two recently uh, are both done by JM Animation. Rest ah okay okay. Which then went on to become uh studio miri i believe they broke up became studio miri and then they animated core
0: oh interesting yeah i definitely like the episode in the or the art in the second episode but i guess we'll get to that some other time oh <laughs>
1: we'll get to that but anyway giant wave giant wave yes i mean maybe you know what maybe it wasn't so much a flare like he was like oh sokka's almost done with Opa cleaning Opa, so i'm just gonna give Oppa a big old quick rinse one last rinse, and, rinse. Rinse and then It'll be good. And also there's Appa with his tongue, together, like uh, uh, as, as people call it, a blep tongue in her face. Very nice.
0: Yes, yeah, so we're moving on from that uh, very extended sequence, I guess, for us, since we spent so much time on it. But <laughs> yes, we finally arrive in the village, or I guess the, the market, I should say. Yes, and our gang gets there first. They're off picking up some supplies since, like I just said, Ang just washed it all away. And quite quickly, they stumble across a little shop. Oh, actually, I guess I should mention his little bison whistle that he buys first.
1: Yes, Chekhov's whistle.
0: Chekhov's whistle. Exactly.
1: Hey, you know that guy over there who had the uh, had that bag um, that was like, oh, if any, I dare anybody to look in this bag, what do you think was in the bag? <laughs> 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 well, come on, tell me, what do you think? What do you think was in the bag?
0: Is it, was it Gwyneth Paltrow's head?
1: <laughs> that's a reference to something. I know that's a reference yes, to something.
0: Yes, it's a reference to something. Yes, I won't say what. Oh, f- it's a little bit of a spoiler. I just assumed you guys have both seen it, but I guess not.
1: <laughs> well, maybe I... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, maybe I have. I- I've, I've heard of that. I mean, I was thinking of the same thing that was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Oh, oh Marcellus Wallace's soul, apparently,
0: as some people theorize.
1: <laughs> is he going to bring that up in the novelization? no he's not
0: who knows but yeah know. that's that's quite off topic um i i don't know if it's really relevant what's in the bag i mean uh
1: well you know <laughs> what do you think Michaela?
2: what do i think is in the bag yeah um i don't know i think it'd be funny if there was nothing at all i think that's very philosophical
1: okay that was weird what let's see here um i'm not like they're about to go enter the pirate ship and okay that's weird yeah if there's at like 619, there's a guy walking, but he's got his, his blindfolds, or not, his headband completely over his eyes. It's like, so weird. What the heck? Hey, maybe he was blind. All right, animators. What the heck? Is that, is
0: that, is that an early spoiler character? Before they had sunglasses. That's what they used to do, I think.
1: Oh, wow. for crying out
2: loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I guess so, actually. You're probably right, but there was also hats. <laughs> All right, anyway, so what do you think of um, Pirate 1 here? The
0: one with like the burn on his uh the burden on his shoulder?
1: Nope. Uh the guy that lets them into or brings them into the ship.
0: Oh he almost looked like someone in mulan to me. I don't know why I was
2: Ping. Or not Ping. Um oh, yeah. oh no, Ping is Mulan. Uh the other guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no. Um one of the skinnier soldiers that likes women.
0: No, I was thinking more of one of the villainous ones. Like one of the Huns guys.
2: Oh. I mean, there is the Hun, anyway. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> it's
0: been a long time since I've seen Mulan, but
1: first thing that went to me or came to me was like the live action one. Interesting.
0: God, no.
2: I've never seen that.
0: Not worth it.
2: I'm very proud to say.
1: Not worth it.
0: Yeah, very very bland. But what did you think, Isaac? I suppose since you since you mentioned it, I mean, I don't know if there was <laughs> a reason you brought him up. Well,
1: or... there's some significance, yes. I have to look this up first.
0: Uh, well, I, I like that high-risk traders line when Sokka's like, oh, are you guys pirates? And he they said there's high-risk traders. I think that, I thought that was kind of fun. What What do you guys think about the humor in general in this episode? Do you guys think it plays fairly well? Because, or... I mean, they, they kind of lean into it a little bit more in the beginning of the episode, at least.
2: I think so. I think it's trying to, like, get us into the fact this is kind of, like, a schlocky, very funny, almost filler episode, but still, like, a very entertaining episode
0: hmm
1: that's fair okay well i was wrong darn it so the first the first the, the first guy we see the guy that i mentioned and you know you went on to the whole like milan it looks like milan i i thought it was voiced by brian kanetsko but it wasn't it was not hmm. no somebody else i'm like ah shoot i just i literally thought that was him and he put like a high-pitched voice on it it wasn't him
0: Oh, but but luckily for Team Avatar, as Katara is Katara's very focused on trying to kind of increase Aang's waterbending skills. They find this water scroll here, and Aang tries to haggle with the pirate captain. I guess I mean he's got a parrot on his shoulders, so I'm assuming he's the captain. Reptile parrot, reptile. I mean, uh, well, I mean, birds connections to reptiles. I mean, uh, you know,
1: yeah, <laughs> that, that's fair. Oh, also, um, when Saka does the whole like, you know, wait a minute, what's this? This was um. In one of the extras, this was completely, um, what is it uh, performed by Brian as well, where he does kind of the same thing, and then they animated over that, just a nice little.
0: Oh, and that little extra, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, in that little tidbit of information,
0: yeah. Ang uh, Sock has always got to get in his little bit of suspicion, very mistrusting of everybody at all times.
1: <laughs> no, this is fair. All right, and what we what comes next is Aang's attempting, of course, of the haggling but you really need to have a speech of a thousand. And even then you're going to fail. Yeah. Cause this guy is, just, he's not having it. Yeah. So Katara just decides the best move is just to, to steal it.
0: Which you know, a little questionable for our, for our team here, but I mean, I guess her reasonings, I mean, there are pirates after all. So I mean, is that really stealing?
1: Uh- well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so the <laughs> what? dealer <laughs> of the Stolen Goods is... That saying does not have any relevance in is, Well, no, I'm going with something. The, the Stealer of the Stolen Goods is worth stealing from?
2: He pirated the pirates. I mean, at that point, they have to be mad at playing themselves.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair. You could say that. Yes, we get a little bit of a battle sequence, a pretty pretty brief one, but was there anything notable for you, Isaac? Because I know you always particularly care about these action scenes, so well,
1: let's go with let's go with Michaela first. I wanna I I will I'll, I'll save my stuff for, for after.
2: Um I mean, I always just think everything's just so fun. I don't have anything in particular to say about that one. It was pretty small.
0: Yeah, pretty brief. I mean we did get to see the cabbage guy again. Or the cabbage love merchant. Him. But was it the same guy? It I I didn't think it Yes, it's the same I guy. I thought he looked a little bit different, but they do mention... No,
1: it's just... It, it, maybe they... Well, again, I think it was a different studio who animated it this time, so maybe he looks different from like a different animator. Yeah, I thought
0: he was a little bit more... Uh, what's the what's the word? A little bit more broad. He so looks kind of like a thin, elderly man here. I thought he was a little bit more filled out, but like, maybe not. It's been a while since we watched City of Amashu, so...
1: <laughs> it was about the same, I believe. Uh, I like that... Katara uses water from one of the water jugs to freeze as well. I think that's the first time we've seen her freeze. No, that's not true. First first episode. uh.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, we, we get past that sequence quite quickly.
1: Felt adventurous, felt something out of, I don't know, eighties movie.
0: Yeah. So we, we get back to their little base camp there and Sokka and Aang kind of confront Katara a little bit about stealing the, uh, the, the scroll and Sokka seems to cure a little bit more angst, kind of like, ah, whatever, you know, like, kind of good one. <laughs> like, he doesn't really give give a, a crap. Yeah, but Sokka, he's always got that big stick up his butt, so he's a little bit uh, a little bit non-pressed. But since this is your first episode, Mikhail, what, what do you think of Sokka?
2: At the beginning, I really didn't like Katara or Sokka. Oh, interesting. Um, Just because of the way that they're still kind of small-minded and, like, kind of selfish, I suppose, because, like... They do a lot of like virtue signaling and, um, you know, moral high grounding and whatnot. Um, And they they loosen up as the series goes on. Um, But during these first episodes, it's really just interesting to see like how, um, I guess, uptight or like how loose they are with their morals. Because Katara is definitely not one to steal at all and would admonish anyone else who would do the same thing. But um, the fact that she did it, she's okay with that. And it's always funny because Sokka and Katara seem to like flip flop between that role of being like um, the person who does the bad thing and being a little bit of a punisher. Um, it's it's almost parental or familial in a sense because they're brother and sister. But um, yeah, that's my thoughts on Sokka. I actually don't really like him at the beginning of the series, but he grows on me um, as it goes on.
0: Nice. Yeah, we've, we've been talking about him a lot. These past few episodes, because he's always kind of the big downer of the group, always the first to be yeah. suspicious of absolutely everyone at all times, and <laughs> yeah, kind of a mopey dude.
1: Yeah, nicely, nicely well put. Uh, I'd say, you know, to your point, practice what you preach and live by example. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're on a spot shopping spree now. Yeah. Or somebody went on a spot shopping spree.
0: Yeah, Iroh, He didn't manage to find his little lotus tile, but he did manage to find uh, a whole bunch more things to purchase. Everything else but the kitchen sink, he found the
1: sungi Soong- horn for pit sakes.
0: Yeah, and poor Zuko, he's like, This is just a big waste of time,
1: you know. Ugh. Oh, golly, 12 13. Everybody, that's an image you want to see. Uh, so they're in, they, they conveniently go into the pirate. I also want to mention that when you were doing your summary, it almost made it sound like both the gang and Zuko were in the same place at the same time, they were not. Uh, they arrived later, obviously only moments later they're probably in in the the marketplace i should say at the same
0: time just different areas
1: i guess but it looks like the it looks like desk is uh is is getting towards there so maybe probably i don't know you can disagree with me that
0: well it, it seemed like the pirate dude was like almost immediately reporting like oh we lost those guys you know
1: oh i see okay no, that's that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, 12, twelve, thirteen. That's a funny moment. But yeah, as uh, they conveniently go in the same shop uh, to check again for any more lotus tile. Uh, you know, Zuko's. You know, he rolls probably uh, a fair decent amount of for his hearing check, and uh, he overhears. Um, what do you say? Like two waterbenders and a bald kid. Yeah, bald kid. And Zuko's like, eh? "Bald kid, I know who that is." i'm after that guy i'm i'm his
0: biggest fan yeah, a little bit of setup there but Katara and ang are practicing some of the moves in the waterbending scroll they picked up Katara's is being a little bit you know a little bit unpleasant to poor ang just excited about his you know practicing and kind of excelling at the waterbending
1: yeah she showed jealous she almost has like a big old red spawner for her forehead
2: is that a sign of jealousy <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know what I mean it
0: was on the screen, but No,
1: it's because she water whipped herself in the head and gave her a little like bruise That not bruise but mark on the <laughs> I don't
0: know that was due to do with jealousy, but maybe she was turning green. That, like that oh. episode of uh the Berenstein Bears. Oh, don't go into
1: that one, please. Let's let's not
0: go there. <laughs> that that one always scared me actually. Yeah, anyway. it
1: did. It it did too with me. I Okay. <laughs> anyways, as as she's, you know, kind of letting out her furiousness. You know, she accidentally water whips good old uh, Momo in the in the rear. And it's like, hey, that's not nice. Yeah, Momo.
0: He's always the butt of jokes in this. I was getting picked on.
1: Very nice. Aang. Very nice.
0: You guys have anything more to say about that sequence there? Should we move on to the uh, Zuko on the
1: ship? Well, let's see. She yells at Aang for, you know, again, yeah, certainly being jealous. Um, I, you know, I've I've had that occur to me in life. I've, I've been Katara where they're just, I think I feel like I'm always Katara actually in this moment where that everybody else is like, you know, naturally gifted or, or it seems to be naturally gifted at this, at certain things. And I'm just like, not certainly as direct as Katara is, but in my mind, I'm like, man, kind of, I wish I was as naturally gifted as they were. I don't think I would get mad at them for showing off because they're just, well, if I would, I would just like leave and I'd just be like, ah, mope in a corner that's just me
0: i've definitely had that in my my younger years as well my two almost like brothers because i grew up with them my friends michael and matthew are always much better at like sports things uh golf in particular (laughs) i was always the crappiest of the golf players and uh yeah i always would look over enviously like oh man like i I feel embarrassed that i just i can't keep up with you guys ever so so i get her frustrations absolutely
2: yeah. I mean, I understand as well. I think in my family, I was the Ang and my sister was the Katara where I think a lot of things just came very easily, very natural to me. Um and my sister was always very frustrated. So like I don't I don't think it's a foreign concept. I think it's something that a lot of pieces of media try to explore where it's like talent is is it something that's natural or whatever is it or is it practice? Like what's happening there? Um but yeah, no, I think Qatar is valid in this. I
1: would say a bit of both. It comes There, there is natural gifts, but there's also earned and learned gifts. Uh, absolutely.
2: Yeah, of course. And I think that at the end of the day, I think something earned and learned is like, you know, a lot more valuable and a lot more precious to someone than someone who just kind of picks it up.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. I, th- I think it just depends every now and then. Anyway, so uh, we launched uh, the launching of the dinghy occurs again we see the dinghy for the second time
2: mm-hmm.
1: nice it's from the last episode anyway so now we have an alliance we have we have an alliance we're we're hunting the avatar again this time he's brought friends and yes the last time he'll be doing that
2: i must avenge my i must avenge my honor
0: yeah that's his big uh yeah his big speech he keeps giving over and over again obsessed with that thing screw your honor dude do you think
1: he, like, leans into Kyoshi, uh, Kyoshi Warriors again, Caleb, or, like, where he's just a face, or is this, you know, is, oh. is, is Zuko, should Zuko have been in this episode?
0: Yeah, the episodes can't always be about him. Sometimes he just has to be kind of the uh, frustrated antagonist, less yeah. of a defined character, but, I mean, that is, it's just what it is. It's serialized television.
2: Yeah, and I think you also just have to hammer the point that, like, he's the main antagonist. There's no two factions. It's like, he's the main one.
0: Yeah. Oh, but yeah, we cut back to a napping group of uh, Team A. And Katara, she gets up, and she sneaks away and bumps into Momo uh, briefly.
1: Okay, is that a fisheye lens I see at 14.14 14 or no?
0: <laughs> every, t- every time stamp you give, I'm like 20
1: seconds ahead.
2: It's the Momo one. The Momo... Fish
1: eye thing or what i just i just wonder if that was a fisheye lens or not on momo's eyes it's just on his face no, uh, uh, I, di- I didn't see it, but... It's not Ghost in the Shell, but I just... I wonder if it is or not. Yeah, I didn't see it, but... Or I guess, like, Pat Labor 2.
2: I think that would be a funny reference to see in Avatar The Last Airbender, <laughs> a Ghost in the Shell reference. <laughs> I
1: make so many references to anything, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, this is a yeah. camera technique, and I don't really see too many fisheye lenses in live action. Okay, I have not... Live action. ...put out myself. I I have not gone to movies or, or looked for movies in live action that have the fisheye lens, unless I'm wrong on that. Check out
0: all the weirdo movies from the 90s. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I mean, anything by Tim Burton in the 90s, I'm pretty sure threw that in there somewhere. Fish Eye lens was all over the place back then. But, but yeah, Katara, she's, you know, working on the scroll on her own. I guess she felt a little bit intimidated by Aang's kind of speed at learning. So she figured it'd be better to just go off on her own but she's still just not getting the hang of it and getting pretty pretty frustrated.
1: She's frustrated immediately uh with Ang and makes a big makes a scene and then apologizes Aww. for, you know, her her emotions. And but she and she's like, "Okay, I'll give it up." That's that's not how that works. You'll she, knowing her and knowing, you know, I've had those tendencies as well. I will try uh a move in private away from everybody else. And also continue to fail at it like she does and verbally shout out loud. Why is this not working? I am so angry. I'm full of motions because <laughs> I can't just do this thing that, you know, this, this other, this other person is physically capable of doing because fair enough. It's, it's a cro- It's a threshold. You really have to cross that threshold and it is going to be harder for you to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, that is certainly the case. Uh, especially yes in in sports highly highly we don't even see that in like intelligence it could be the exact same thing like you watch the queen's gambit for pit sakes if anybody wanted to, i know i haven't but like if anybody wanted to get to that main character's skill level like they'd have to go through the same frustrations um because she herself like you know and maybe that was the same thing with her i don't know if she was naturally gifted or not but like she had to do the same thing over and over and over again you can verify for
0: that yes caleb Yes, and if anyone's interested in the Queen's Gambit uh, podcast on it, we did it over at other podcast, the obviously this podcast. So go check Shamus that bug. out. A yeah, little plug. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of chess, by the way, in case anyone doesn't get the uh, the Queen's Gambit reference,
1: yeah, definitely a, a game that takes a lot of uh, getting used to. Well, oh man, <laughs> I still haven't attempted to like start, and that's going to be me. Like I'm going to be so frustrated at you know either you or computers or other people beating me that I will also get frustrated and like, you know, just like flip the chest. I, I really, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to know, but I will, I will get frustrated and probably just like, you know, take some time to vent. But I, I think that's natural. I think that's natural for all of us. And what I also meant before earlier is like, you know, same thing with like, for me, I struggle with math and, and math problems and, or just like fundamentals of, of math itself. And the same thing with physics, like I, math is just maybe not for me, but I want to learn. At some point. I also have to make myself learn.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty relatable conflict. Like, you can't blame Katara too much or be too kind of annoyed by her. Even though she was the one who was pushing Aang to, you know, kind of be her student in this regard. Like, getting so frustrated him so quickly is, you know, it's a shame. But you you can't really blame
1: her. It is that and also the fact that on paper she assumed, like, oh, he, he knew Zilch. And he did know Zilch. But the problem was is that... If you and and this actually is the case, I don't think we mentioned this, but because he is a master airbender, again, those tattoos signify he's a master. I don't know if I kind of wish that in I again, it's a culture thing, but I I wish in the other uh, in the other cultures, um, Hmm. that if you are a master, you get a like mark telling you are you because the the arrow basically is the black belt showing that you are like a master at your craft. And there's a saying of, I don't know if it's the same, but there's, there is a mention I mention, but there's this idea that if you're a master of one thing, not that you can be a master of all, but other things start to become a little easier or at least maybe not easier, but things start to um, you can pick things up more. Let's, let's put it that way. Not, not as hard as other people, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but you know, I, I never considered
0: the element of having the other vendors having that kind of marking, then that's interesting.
1: Hmm. I mean, unless you want to say like, you're not a master until you're not a firebending master until you get like your face burnt off. Or oh like no. <laughs> oh, So again, yeah, no. And people have been in Katara's shoes as well. of just like, you know, that, that frustration, but yeah, she, she didn't expect him to uh, at all be knowledgeable and waterbending. And then all of a sudden he just picks it up naturally like that again, just, certain things and if there are similar skill sets um or similar in 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 abstraction if that makes any sense in theory then you're gonna you're gonna understand it maybe look, again you're not gonna be a master immediately but things because there is fundamentals in all bending elements which is what i like about that system and it, it's mostly a movement and so ang can understand the movement well except for well that's the other thing that's that's there's a thing about that with the, uh, with, the with the cycle. Or with um, the order of elements he's going into, because we'll just see. Like maybe he gets water now, but it, uh, well, there's two other elements, so we'll see how he goes with that. If he picks him up easily like that, Katara
0: gets found out by Zuko as she's doing her little bit of little bit of self practicing.
1: <sighs> that was a weird face. <laughs> well, what the? Well, okay. Well, I, that's fair because her self practicing actually led to her taking liquid and smashing it in some guy's face. So I think that worked out pretty well. But just just talking about the scene where Zuko's trying to trying to convince her to give
0: up Aang's location, I think there's some really good shadow work over Zuko's face. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I don't know if you guys are in that scene, but... Yep, no, I'm in that scene. Yeah, I think they do quite a good job with
1: the animation there. Especially when we zoom into Char's neck, because again, it's still absolutely naked until... He reveals something that he has of hers. Yes, something that he found a few episodes prior. Now, which one was that again, Isaac? Was that the city of Amashu? That was imprisoned. That was that was imprisoned. That was in episode six, I believe. Yes, episode six. So three episodes prior. Yeah. So we finally get that
0: back. Unfortunately, she doesn't get it back or returned in this episode, but we do see it. Which I,
1: which I thought she did. And I'm wrong me on too. that. I, I was I was completely wrong on that. I was glad the episode proved me wrong, because I was like, do we seriously give it back to her this early? And I, was, I was surprised by that.
0: Yes, but he tries to convince her to give up Aang's location, and he'll return her betrothed necklace, but Katara, you know, she holds true to her, her loyalty to her friends and refuses.
1: I don't even know if she, like, says, and I forget, I, I know I'm watching the scene, but I don't think she even says anything.
0: Well, yeah, I think her silence is kind of the refusal. She kind of just, like, you know, gives that look, but yeah, so we see a little bit of conflict again with Zuko and the pirates. Like the the
1: alliance is a little bit a little bit wavery. Yeah, a little bit divisive almost. There's a wrench, especially when you know it's just like eh, the pirates are like, you "Now we want that scroll. Where is it?" It's like, oh, you, where? "Yeah, and Zuko. He not the kind of guy you want as a partner. Kind of like Darth
0: Vader and you know Lando Calrissian. You know."
1: Ugh. Yeah. No. Where's the Boba Fett in this <laughs> scene? That's
0: my question. Yeah, it just keeps changing the deal. But yes, yeah, so then we cut over <laughs> cut over to. Um, Ang and Sokka, and they wake up and like, oh, where's that? Where's that Katara? Uh, where she's taken off to now? Uh, what's she up to this time? Oh, wait, there's no scroll. Of course,
1: yeah. of
0: course. And Sokka, as he always does, just assumes the worst that she's off. You know, practicing on her own. Like,
1: I mean, I don't see a problem with that. Obviously, I mean, hey, he seems to be. I I, I, I I guess, yeah. He. It's. It's the whole I like, practice what you preach, and like he's gonna really hold this one over her. <laughs> uh, when she gets back, as as Michaela mentioned earlier, uh, where they're like as siblings, they will like one up each other because you know they're from a culture that they're they I want yeah as Michaela said close minded but not in like a bad way it's just like you know they're they're from a little small town.
0: Hey, he's still bitter about those uh, those ear comments from
1: imprisoned. Yeah. Oh golly, yeah. No, those, those <laughs> big old ear. normal size to me maybe i don't know maybe even for his age who knows Uh, but but
0: quickly they realize that something's afoot because the pirates just immediately go into assault mode and uh yeah we get another little action scene here another kind of brief one but
2: i mean i guess i guess i know what you guys are talking about by the janky faces i never really looked at them but like no, some of these pirates are really just weird in the face.
1: No, yeah, the guy with the double crossbows who fires the nets—that's yeah. um, a weird, that's a dumb face. Like he just gives like—I mean, what other? Like if he had, if if they're just like, oh, we don't want him to always be like you know, concerned looking. It's like he doesn't even look like he cares. He's—he looks like he's under the influence of certain uh, air. I'll—I'll I'll say that <laughs> if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, that, that's why I assumed it was uh, that studio that I don't love, because some of the, the faces seemed a little bit a little bit off to me, but eh, what can you do?
1: You know, and then anyway, but that guy successfully captures Aang, and then Sokka's like or they they're like, Oh, we got him. It's like, it's like <laughs> all of a sudden just feels neglected. It's like, seriously, you're not catching me, and then you know, Q net getting him. It's like, Alright, Sokka, you 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 got it, you've been captured. Happy now.
0: Yes, but but then in the next scene, Sokka once again, proves his worth. Like, I mean, sometimes he has some ideas that don't pan out, but he's always a worthwhile element to the team because he's always got, you know, he he thinks well on his feet and he starts reminding the, the pirates like, Hey, you know, this avatar over here, like he's worth a lot more than any old scroll. So maybe you should reconsider the deal. I guess they're changing the deal now.
1: (laughs) Uh, There we go. Uh, Can I, before we go on, can I quickly mention that we kind of have Iroh's first interaction with like personally, with like Aang and Katara. I'd like to point that out. That's 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 I think that's a pretty important thing. Of like you know, Katara goes, "Oh, Ang, it's all my fault." And Ang is like, "No, it's it's not your fault." <laughs> and like a boss, I was just like, "Yeah, kind of is."
0: Yeah, I like that too. <laughs>
1: that was awesome. Good old Iroh. Again, first time we I think have an interaction with them. I always wish we had more interactions with like like Iro with the Avatar and what he thinks of them. Because he never really outright states what he thinks of the Avatar, and I, I, I kind of like that. It's one of those, you don't want to go too much into it, eh? Mm. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see what we, we
0: do get as the show goes on, but... This is this is true. Yes, we get probably the longest action sequence in this episode here with the pirates versus Zuko.
1: Versus the gang. Uh, Seriously, I've said it most of the time. Stu- it, it, okay.
0: I know, but but he's not really versus them. It's mainly Zuko and the pirates. I mean, well, yeah, but I guess the gang are like, you know, caught up in the middle of it. Yeah. And they more use it as a chance for escape. Cause the pirates are so stupid. <laughs> They're so easily uh, kind of distracted in their way. I gotta
1: say, go to 1714. There's a, there's like a guy that looks very effeminate. That's a, uh, hey. that's pretty, Hey, I'm not saying anything, but ba- I'm just saying, like, Hey, he's pretty feminine. That's pretty
0: cool. I noticed that one dude had like a blue mohawk. I was like, that seems a little out of, out of fashion for uh.
2: Oh, these men are queer, for sure. These pirates are queer, 100%.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, the shirt's off, they have long hair, they have like, I think some of them have lips.
2: <laughs> from how, how pirates are dressed, I'm a pirate.
0: So we get we get one kind of, probably the more interesting fight is the captain versus Zuko, where it's kind of element versus human with a sword
1: yes we don't often see that which i I, I very much enjoy Uh, i like the pirates tactics of how to deal with the fire menders or fire nation excuse me where they literally just start like hucking smoke bombs yeah they turned to batman for a little while (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that reference um which is not how um was it which is not how any sort of uh smoke bombs actually work but anyway
0: Hey, I buy it. I buy it. I've seen it on the television, so it must be true.
1: Certainly, and then we got a quick, uh, yeah, right before you know the the Zuko pirate captain fight. Uh, we see again, just you know, I don't know what they bring to notion um, of Zuko putting the water scroll right in his back pocket anyway, and then the pirate captain fights him with a uh, Chinese sword.
2: This pirate's cool.
1: Yeah, he is cool. I wish the, was the, the, the parrot on his shoulder in
0: that scene? I'm past it now,
1: but I no, wish it was. No, it wasn't, because the parrot, <laughs> uh, reptile parrot, is now after Momo, who had the oh, scroll. Oh, no. Oh, not Momo. Oh, oh boy. Oh, And then the scroll falls down into the smoke.
0: Yeah, we do get a cool scene of Aang falling in the middle of the smoke and clearing it away. Yeah. That
1: is a funny scene. That is, that is hilarious. I actually remembered that wrong when I watched it last, uh, because I think he thought it was, I, thought, I think we had a different face. <laughs> um completely different but i just love how he like you know stretches his hands out sees everybody around him like uh-oh nope <laughs> brings nope. it back in is like <laughs> into a swimmer stance i'm like all right forget that yeah i thought that was quite quite humorous
0: but so quite quickly team avatar escapes and they just head off to try to steal a pirate ship basically i guess guitar is continuing and her- <laughs>
1: Katara's is like we're gonna board this ship and we're gonna i'm gonna do do so by launching it because it's beached right now i'm gonna push it
0: yeah, she's yeah. developed her criminal career. First, she stole a scroll. Now she's going to like Grand oh, Theft. Oh, golly, uh,
1: Grand Theft's pirate ship now, which they probably stole as well. Grand Theft uh, ship. So she's, she's stealing a stolen ship. That's even worse. It's, it's twice the crime.
0: But building into kind of the the little bit of a theme in the episode of building Aang's skills and Katara's skills as waterbenders, they managed to work together as a team and raise up the water to, to push the ship out, which I thought was a nice little kind of nice little circle for the episode.
1: Not only that, I like the the fact that uh so we saw Katara do some of the moves that she figured out. Yeah. Um and then you expect, oh well she found the scroll, so this means that she's gonna successfully do the water whip. But I like that in this case, uh to get the ship out, and this this seemed believable. Maybe some fans might say, Oh, this is contrived. They're stealing <laughs> just a ship, why doesn't Aang just use the whistle right now? I, I don't know. Maybe just in front of him, and did whistle not so much the last trip or thing. Who knows? Um, but no, I like the fact that we actually just use the push and pull move. Mm-hmm. I, I I really like that. It's just like you know a, a standard move. Uh, that's, that's I I I just like that part.
2: Yeah, the basics. That's that really is just it. Where it's like it's still effective. I think
1: the
0: fundamentals yeah. very
1: important. Always important.
0: Yeah, but as, as they take off in the pirate ship, the pirates take off in Zuko's ship. And I love that we get a little crash zoom on, on
1: Zuko's face. He's like, hey, that's my boat. I well, would not also- only that. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Michaela. I know what you're about to say.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> oh, is it that the pirates are so obviously queer? Like all of them? Oh, no,
1: them- no. It's uh, it's it's 1944. Oh. <laughs> and there's a, there's a pirate who, so the, so first Zuko laughs at the ship or at them, like at, at that, uh, the gang stealing the ship, their ship. And he's, he laughs and then, uh, uh, divine retribution, they steal his dinghy and mm-hmm. right. And and they, and they start laughing. And then a, one of the pirates, um, just all of a sudden grabs his, uh, trousers and, it, it cuts away, but, of course, he's, you know what he's doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, dear. I didn't notice that, but... <laughs> Absolutely great. And Iroh makes some point. First, he's like, there, uh, maybe your your ship is being stolen as a proverb, and he's like, maybe it really is. Who knows?
2: Yeah. I mean, I do like the detail that, like, he pulls on Zuko's ponytail to stop him. Because I, I would, like, <laughs> imagine that's, like, one way to stop Zuko in, like, the most annoying, like my my poor nephew kind of way
1: it's uh it's certainly one way to deal with something in real life where uh <laughs> if, if you are you know under attack or under dress and your attacker has long hair this is oppressive stuff i mean that's subjective obviously so i'm giving the bad advice but good advice and bad advice at the same time but whatever just you use it in the right situation and you're not in the wrong mm-hmm. um but yeah, if you if you grab, you know, either not even just like, you know, hair, but like loose clothing, um, or you know, hair even, that's a good way of you know getting a hold of your attacker, basically. I just thought he was trying to pull little bindings off his
0: hairstyle so his hair would go down.
1: Yeah, because I really want to see that like, you know, luscious flow of of Zuko's hair. Oh, I
0: can't wait. I can't wait.
1: Dear me. Like I'm I'm waiting for it, buddy.
0: Oh, but yes, we get another little brief action scene here as the pirates try to take their ship back. I don't know if there's too much here. I, I like the moment with Momo and the uh, the parrot.
2: Well, I mean, Katara the water whip, right? That's like yep. the thing. That's like the thing. And the one thing I would like to point out is that the pirate out has a heart shaped tattoo on the back of their head. So it just <laughs> confirms that these pirates are indeed queer as heck.
0: Well, that's I didn't I didn't notice the the heart there, but that's interesting.
1: That's amazing. Thank you for uh, telling us that. That's very useful. Um, there you go. Early early. Um... I don't want to say that, but what, what would you call it? I guess uh, giving a, not a hint. <laughs> are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> what
2: are you trying to talk about?
1: Just like um, an early sign of of showing that, yes, there are queer people in the world. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, but but at the
0: end of the, the pirate kind of fight scene here, we get another little moment of uh, Katara and Aang working together oh, yeah. at their waterbending skills. To uh, avoid going over this this big waterfall that the
1: pirate ship's heading towards. Dang, Aang, What the hey? Like he's just just throwing these guys around like it was a WWE yeah. match. Oh yeah, come on! Like he's not doing hip tosses or anything like that, but he's using the air instead to hip toss guys like and just throw and and do like fireman's carries into throws. Like good grief! I was waiting for the F five. Oh <laughs> golly! Um, is that Lesnar's? Yeah, Lesnar. Um, <laughs> what? No, the, was that the attitude adjustment by Cena or? Oh, um, it, yeah, it kind of a similar move, I think. Yeah, yeah. The and then adjustment. what did uh, what did Kurt Angle have? He had the, um... oh, what was that? No,
0: no I always just think of the ankle lock when it comes to Angle. But
1: <laughs> but I thought he had a I thought he had a fireman's carry into something.
0: Yeah, he he might have. I I can't remember it if he did. But well, anyways. But yeah, but the the pirate ship the pirates have left it, but it's still plowing ahead, and it ends up because Ang and Qatar turn the ship on its side. Or to its side to avoid going over the edge, but Zuko's ship just blows it right over.
1: Nice move, Sokka. First, as you know, Ang deals with a knife fighter or the main guy we see, uh, Bison Whistle setup. Yes. Yeah, a little bit of setup
0: there. So, that, yeah, that solves their problem. And over with uh, Zuko and Iro. Iroh solves his own problem and realizes that he had the Lotus Tile up his sleeve the whole time.
2: I love Iroh.
0: So, do you think he was cheating? That's my question cuz what was it doing up his sleeve? Like was he was he sneaking that around?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Literally he had it up his sleeve.
0: Hey, Ira, what are you doing, man? You you cheat. You didn't win. You know you didn't win.
1: Pleasures of the flesh, you said it yourself.
0: Yeah, but that's not a that's not a happy win. I used to date this girl who would cheat at every single board game. Oh no. And I was always <laughs> like, what 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 enjoyment do you get out of playing the game if you know that you cheated to win? Like doesn't that isn't that kind of
2: really do find pleasure in just, you know, like just tricking people
1: yeah that's fair that's fair no you know you'll know be fun is if you played a game where everybody cheats and then you see who wins yeah. so it's now uh another game of like who can outwit and or out cheat the cheaters yeah i used to collect monopoly until it got
0: just too gimmicky but one of the ones i didn't buy was monopoly uh i think it was cheaters
1: edition oh golly i gotta try that one these days
0: yeah, I kept meaning to look up the rules. I, pl- I planned to buy it eventually, but I, I stopped collecting Monopoly boards because I just didn't have the room anymore. But
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but
0: yeah, so is, is that basically it? Is that the end of this episode? What else happens here?
1: Zuko's out of a dinghy, unfortunately. And surprisingly, I think all their stuff magically got put into Noc- uh, Appa's sack <laughs> for some reason, his saddle, because they're clearly there in the back, which I, I, I question um Appa prepared it before he took off. I was thinking that too. He's got six arms, so he might as well or six <laughs> limbs, so he might as well like make use of something. And he has like um, wait, does he have opposable thumbs? I don't remember, but even though, either way, like he's able to You yeah, know they're they're pretty pliable, his little his little toe bits. Yeah. Did you see that like bust of um uh, not a bust but the, 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 the head of a what was it? Like a, a seal moose? Uh, no, not in Yeah, not I guess he didn't. Anyway. But yeah, we we have basically, I know you're about to finish it, but we we have (laughs) now the moral of the story. The Aesop, as it will, of what did you learn today, Katara, that stealing is wrong uh, from, from Sokka. And what happens? Well, guess what I give to you? Here, instead of that one time where that knife came down, I also found the water scroll. So here you go. And she gladly accepts it. And that is the end of this episode.
0: Yeah, so, so what do you guys think?
2: I think it was a fun romp. I really like this episode because it really just lets the audience know that it's like, oh, this is like just it is genuinely like a fun kid show. It is a serial, but like, I feel like a lot of people did shotgun this um, this show as soon as it came on to like service providers um so just seeing this as like a little injection of just like oh what a day in the life of like team avatar is like really nice and cool um some cool character development uh you get to see a little bit more of the comical side behind Iroh and um uh really really fun episode all around
0: yeah no I I definitely enjoyed this one too I always like the Katara centric episodes Katara is one of my favorite characters of the group so yeah, it was nice to see her kind of deal with some challenges and kind of overcome in her way. And I liked, yeah, definitely getting a little bit more Iroh and Zuko. We haven't had a ton of him recently, or them, I should say, recently. So it was nice to jump back over to them.
2: Hmm.
0: How about you, Isaac? What
1: do you even mean about that? Like we, they, He was pivotal in the last episode, for pit sakes, and the episode before that. <laughs> was he in the one before that yeah he was it was the whole like hot springs episode not hot spring no sorry not that um it was the whole like he's in the um he's in the pool and the earthbenders capture iroh not that was imprisoned no that was in the water or that was in the uh spirit world yeah the spirit world no winter solstice sorry yeah winter solstice <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was in those two. Yeah, that's yeah, right. They were both in that. You, <laughs> Zuko went to find him. Yeah, you're right.
0: Well, we had a big gap where they just weren't showing up for a long time, so it was nice to get more of a focus on them. Yes,
1: that's because of Imprisoned and because of um, King of Amashu. Yeah,
0: even the Warriors of Kiyoshi, they are barely a presence at all.
1: I mean, you know, he wanted that roasted duck, so like... I, I, that was important anyway
0: But anyway yeah g- your final thoughts isaac here <laughs>
1: well i i kind of began this episode questioning whether or not it was right to come off that last episode that was, had a lot of drama to it like it earned drama i'm not saying that but like not so much melodrama but all this like emotion and you feel like ang should have like a whole like quiet episode to himself to you know, make it not not be, but but for things to be calm and to for him to just like think. You kind of almost want that, where it's a very like introspective episode. But instead, we get up to some antics, and we've also finally give Katara you know something to do, and not she wasn't doing before, but like she finally can fight, which is which is good because. Uh, she's, she really wants want, fi- wanted to be able to learn waterbending, and we finally have at least an opportunity for her to prepare herself for when she goes to the North Pole. Uh, I, I like the, the pirates, um, I guess, introducing mercenaries into the world uh, and that there are people who are not on either side. That's nice. What nation they hail from doesn't really matter. Kind of early seeding of the fact that, you know, cross or not even cross but people outside of four nations exist that's that's kind of good to note and other than that zuko now no longer has a dinghy so that's kind of sad and uncle Iro lost his lotus tile so I, I i want to know what happens to uncle iroh if he like you know gets another one back at some point anyway that was this episode everybody thank you for listening in kayla thank you for coming on this show and we really hope you uh, come back because it's it was awesome for you to come on this this episode here. Oh,
2: cool! Of course.
1: But anyway, that is uh, it for now, everybody. I uh, hope you all have a good time these next few hours. I have no idea what you guys are doing after this. <laughs> uh, this is to <laughs> listeners, not not to us. And yes, till next time. Play a game of Pi show, and uh, don't steal from pirates because they've already stolen stuff. So yeah, absolutely. But peace.
0: Section of the podcast contains spoilers for all seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Let's, let's Enter let's at your everyone.
2: peril. Here already. You're next.
1: Before I go on that, uh, I have to say one quick thing though with Iroh. Uh, he was—he's actually leaving a little nugget of, of information there with the lotus Town. I'm just gonna—that's all I'm gonna say. I won't go any further, but that—that that does come down the road eventually. Uh, not in this wow. episode, but eventually. Yeah, I was
0: kind of curious if that was a little bit of setup or if it was just a coincidence that. that...
1: No, that was that was up. That was, I think, clearly set up. Um, wow. They, 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 like, they snuck it in there. If, if you again, if, you, if everybody knows what we're talking about, wink. Well, this is gonna go in the spoiler section. I'm it, sure. Certainly no, it Won't. <laughs> There's two other elements, so we'll see how he goes with that, if he picks him up easily like that.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, that's the element that Aang has the most um, trouble with, Earth, right? So, Absolutely,
1: because it's the direct opposite from air.
2: Exactly, yeah. Okay, I just didn't know if you were talking around it and you wanted to purposely avoid it. I am
1: certainly control? talking around it. Yeah, okay, for, for
2: the purpose of the podcast. <laughs>
0: man i can't wait to get till we get to that stuff though Talk all right all right I, focus on the here now favorites.
1: here here now and there's yes. a whole other element of gin but like you know again. yeah but but speaking about